Welcome back to another episode of Lazy Boy Coaches. I'm Scott. I'm Alan. And uh, no Draper this week. He had to go back to work. So, uh, it's you and me flying solo. Uh, so, eh, at least he gets back to work, gets out of the house, gets to do something. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, let's go ahead and just jump right into it. Um, week 9 of the NFL started off with uh, the Packers at the 49ers. A very depleted 49ers team. Yeah, we were way off on the 49ers. I mean, granted, we didn't foresee all the injuries and all that stuff, but yeah, I I don't even think they have a chance to make it have a chance in the. No, no, but again, we couldn't predict the injuries. I mean, yeah, who would ever have picked like all their starters getting hurt? Right. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers, a 300 yard, four touchdown day. I mean, he's making a case for MVP. Right now, with you know Seattle dropping the last couple games, I would have to put Aaron Rodgers as front runner. No, I have him sitting second behind Patrick Mahomes. Really? You, you look at what Mahomes has done the last two weeks: back to back, four or five touchdown games, just balling out. He's been consistent. He still only has, I think, one interception on the season. Well, in three years, he's only got seven interceptions. Yeah. So, so I mean, right, right now, he's my front runner. I, I got. I got Aaron Rodgers second, Russell Wilson third. Really? Where you got Josh Allen? Fourth. Fourth. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it wasn't really much of competition there. I mean, in the first half, the Packers were blowing them out, and then 49ers got a couple of scores in the second half, but still 34-17 final. Yeah, I mean, I just feel bad for San Francisco. I mean, you know next year they'll come back and they'll be a good team, but this year is just really going to hurt them. Yeah. Um, we can go ahead and skip over this next game. No, no, no we need to talk about this next game. <coughs> no, um, I don't think we do. The only thing that really needs to be said is, Matt, why don't the Chargers pick up a, a different kicker? Anybody. Just take someone off the street. He's going to be just as good. Yeah, I don't understand why this man still has a job. Like, how many kicks is he going to miss? And how many games is he going to cost us? I mean, we, we lost... 31-26. If he had made that field goal in the first quarter, we would have only needed a field goal to win it. Yeah, but would you still feel good at him setting up for a game-winning field goal? That's why I'm saying I don't know why he still has a job. Yeah, and you know, he makes that he makes that field goal and that can change, that could swing the whole outcome of the game just from that one field goal. And these aren't hard field goals he's missing either. It's not like he's these are long field goals that have no chance to be made. Yeah, and, you know, Justin Herbert is doing everything he can. It's it's hard to win games when you hit somebody in the hands and they drop it. I, you know, I really hope at some point they change that catch rule because... When he came down with both feet and a knee, he had possession. It wasn't until he hit the ground that the ball came out. Anywhere else on the field, that is a completed catch. Well, it would depend. It would be a completed catch unless, you know, if it was fumbled. But Chargers, they, <coughs> they've they been getting some horrible calls going their way. You know, there was the, the, the phantom offensive pass interference call earlier in the game. You know, and on those last two passes, maybe... And, you know, you guys might just say, oh, that's just me being a homer for the for the Chargers. But on those last two plays, 
That DB never turned around. He just ran straight at the wide receiver. How was that not pass interference? Yeah, I mean, I can understand, like, if the ball hit the corner in the back, you know, yeah, obviously they're not going to call that pass interference. But these are, like, just blatantly running over the wide receiver. Right, like Mike Williams went up to catch it, and the guy just ran into him, didn't even look for the ball, nothing, just ran into him. But I can't put all that on the refs. No, no. So far this year, the fans have been so hard about the pass interference calls that they're calling them on every play that now the refs are like, all right, we won't call pass interference. I mean, as a Chargers fan, it's just so frustrating that we have six losses by a combined 24 points. Oh, trust me, I'm a Husker fan. I know that feeling. Every single one of our losses has been a one-score game, and most of them at the very end of the game. Right. I mean, same way, I mean... Granted, you're not in the same league as the Giants. They're still a couple steps below you, but they've been losing by a touchdown here and there. The best thing I can see for the Chargers season is they have a good team. They have a winning team. And now you guys with this team that you already have are going to get an early pick. Yeah, I mean... Hopefully it's spent on a running back because I don't I don't think you guys have a running back yet that's going to be you know, the long-haul running back for you guys. Oh, I like Eckler if he can stay healthy. Right, but you can't put all your chips on a guy that can play a game before he gets hurt. Yeah, and I think in the draft we need to address the defensive side of the ball. Um, we need guys that can cover because we are giving up entirely, entirely too many pass yards. Yeah. I mean... Secondary work, because your guys' offensive, your defensive line is set. Your linebackers are, you know, they're good. Uh, then we have the Broncos and Falcons. Um, There's not a whole lot to say about this. Drew Locke showed flashes where he can be good. And for once, the Falcons didn't blow a lead. <laughs> so, yeah, But that's, that's the MO of Drew Locke. He shows flashes, but then... The other plays he plays is just like, what are you doing? What are you thinking? Yeah. Um, I know my guy Corey is a big Broncos fan, and he's hoping that they can get somebody like Justin Fields. Um, but I don't know how well that fits into what the Broncos want to do. I think they want a pocket passer. They And they've always been looking for that po- pocket passer. And Fields is not your pocket passer. Fields is your quarterback that is good with play action. Yeah. Um, Jerry Judy's starting to come into shape. Seven catches, 125 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, give him another year, and he'll be he'll be real good. So, I mean, Falcons won that 34-27. Yeah, and everybody figured the Falcons were going to win. I think we both picked the Falcons last week. Yeah. So, no uh, big surprise. Yeah. Um, then we had Seattle at Buffalo, and Seattle... It's not. It wasn't as close as the final score shows. Uh, final score was 34-44 Bills over the Seahawks. And like I said, it wasn't that close. Russell Wilson didn't do very well. No, it's by far one of his worst games. Um, Josh Allen, 415 yards, three touchdowns. Seattle has to figure out that defense. Yeah, I and I don't get it. We were so ecstatic about the Seattle defense coming into the season. And they have not lived up to expectations. Yeah. Um, Stephon Diggs has been a difference maker for that offense. Uh, 
Yeah, he's brought life back to... to Not, nine catches, 118 yards. Yeah, it's just... So, it, how they were able to get him is beyond me because the, he should never have been let go. If if the Bills can figure out that run game, watch out. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're going to win their division. They're sitting at 7-2. Uh, 7-2. Uh, you know, there's still days where I question whether they're a contender or a pretender um, because they haven't had an overly difficult schedule. Oh, no. By far, one of the easiest schedules in the NFL. But you can't argue with their record. I mean... And at the end of the day, that's all that matters. It's just, I can't wait to see them in the playoffs when they're going against teams that are equally as good as the Bills are. Right. Um, we got Bears and Titans. The Bears are looking like a pretender. I mean, they started out hot, super hot. And, you know, since then, they've started to drop a few. I mean... The defense of the Bears has held up. But the situation with the quarterback, it needs to get figured out and figured out quickly if they want to continue, you know, to have a chance in the playoffs. And Ryan Tannehill is playing really good ball. I know that you're not as high on him as I am, but you can't necessarily take his Miami years into account because in Miami, he was playing under uh, Adam Gase, who is now in... New York with the Jets, and look what he's doing there. Ever since Tannehill came to Tennessee under a different coach in the right system, he has flourished, and he has played very, very good ball. Well, I don't know if you can say that with a 65% completion rating, but it is a lot easier to be a better quarterback when defenses are fo- so focused on Henry. You know, he doesn't have, like in Miami, te- defenses would just do whatever they wanted. Right. They didn't fear the run nor the pass. Here in t- in Tennessee, if you don't watch out for that run, Derrick Henry's going to have a day. Yeah. But, I mean, he's been playing good ball. I mean, so... He's been taking care of it. He doesn't turn it over. Right. Um, A.J. Brown had four catches, 101 yards. Uh, Henry didn't have to have a huge game. He had 21 carries for 68 yards. You know, but it's like Draper's been saying for the past couple of weeks, it's not necessarily the amount of yards. It's the punishment that comes with those yards. Oh, yeah. And Henry will punish you every single time. Um, Then we had Ravens at the Colts. Uh, Lamar Jackson started to look like he did last year a little bit. Um, And Phillip Rivers, Phillip Rivered. I mean, 227, one interception. He just didn't look very good. Yeah, and I must say, it's, it's nice to see Lamar having fun again. You know, because the past couple of weeks, the things against Lamar has been, it doesn't look like there's any excitement in him. He's just going out there, going through the motions. I mean, this week, he had fun. Yeah. Um, I mean, the Ravens are sitting at 6-2. and two, You know, two games behind Pittsburgh, who's running away with that division. But we'll see where that goes. Um, then we had a game that was a lot closer than anybody Anybody could have expected it to be. Uh, Panthers at the Chiefs. You know, Chiefs only won it by two points. And, you know, Mahomes had a Mahomes day. Uh, 30 of 45, 372, four touchdowns. Um, But I think Christian McCaffrey coming back kind of put a a spark into that, that 
Carolina offense because the defense then has to respect the run more. They have to respect the underneath pass game a lot more, looking for McCaffrey in the pass game as well. So that kind of opens it up for for Teddy Bridgewater. Um, You know, Travis Kels had himself a day, 10 catches, 159 yards. Yeah, all I know is the Chiefs need to find a run game or they will not make it far in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, I don't you know. know. I mean, some games those running backs are good. Some games it's just pathetic to watch it. Yeah. So, you know, you have Bell missing ho- missing holes. You have a Laird, you know, getting tackled when he shouldn't be getting tackled. It's just they got to get it fixed. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm sure they will. Oh, yeah, Andy Reid will. Yeah. Next up, we had the Vikings at the Lions. Or, rather, Lions at the Vikings. Excuse me. Um, it was 20-34 to 34 Vikings. It was the Dalvin Cook show again. I mean, he's just been destroying everybody these last couple of weeks. 22 carries, 206 yards, two touchdowns. Yeah. And, I mean... You just can't say enough about the guy. They don't win when he's not out there, and when he's out there, it's a whole nother team. Yeah, I mean, Kirk he, Cousins isn't asked to do a lot. Only 20 passes, 220 yards. Three touchdowns, though. That's 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 good. Well, yeah, Once. I mean, because Dalvin Cook's getting them close, and then yeah, you just, you know. But, I mean, defeating the Lions this year is not... A highlight of your season. I mean, because if you look at this, they're, they're, his three touchdowns, two were to Irv Smith for a total of 10 yards. So Dalvin Cook got him down inside the five. And his other one was one, his, his other one was to Amir Abdullah for 22 yards. So, you know, Dalvin Cook's getting him down there and then he's just checking it down. But yeah, Dalvin Cook has just been stupid, ridiculous. And, you know, as as a whole, they, they had 275 rushing yards, you know? I, well, I mean, that sounds great until, you know, you realize that Cook had 206. Right. But, but I mean, 68 yards, 69 yards from, the, from a backup is not horrible either, you know? Right. I mean, on, on 12 carries, that's still 5'8 a rush, you know? I mean, you, you can't be bad at that. Um, Matthew Stafford, he, it's the turnovers. He's, he's trying too much, and he just does not have anybody to do it to. Yeah, I mean, he had one touchdown, two picks. Yeah. I mean, that's about all all there is to say about that is Dalvin Cook. I mean, yeah, Dalvin Cook won the game. Absolutely. Um, then we have the Giants at Washington. Both trash teams, and it was a close game. What I want to know is how is the score twenty three to twenty when you have a plus five turnover differential? You know, the <laughs> Washington Redskins turned it over five times. The Giants didn't turn it over at all, and it came down to the wire. Because Daniel Jones is trash. I tried telling you that. I've been in agreements with you since, like, week two. So don't be, like, saying that I'm still on the Daniel Jones train, all right? That son of a bitch left the station weeks ago. Like, 
Although he no longer has the most embarrassing play of the year. <laughs> Granted, 70 years in tripping is bad, but tripping on your way into the end zone, like Cam Newton did this week, way worse. <laughs> yeah, um, there's not really a whole lot to talk about with this game. No, the, the best thing to talk about is the comeback of Alex Smith. Yeah. I mean, three interceptions, yeah, but he'll fix that. He'll correct it. But once again, a dislocated ankle is my wor- my least favorite injury to ever see. They are nasty. And Kyle Allen's done, you know? And, you know, the bright spot for this Washington team is Terry McLaurin. That guy is just, he's, he's a star receiver. I kind of feel bad that he's on this Washington team. I don't know, not with Alex. I mean, if Alex Smith can come back out and be, you know, if he can put these numbers up and fix that interceptions, McLaurin's going to, he's just going to go off. Yeah. Um, I mean, the Plus, Washington defense, they have potential. They got, they, they have the bodies to do it. But, I mean, I don't know. They're both trash. They'll both be at the top of the draft. So. Well, you know, New York wins a couple more games and they will be winning their division. Yeah, I still think the Eagles are going to win that division. Well, it's not going to be the Cowboys. No, no. <laughs> uh, um, so we'll move on from that to two more trash teams. The 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 Texans and the Jaguars. You know, before we get in, it seems like... It's very top and bottom heavy this year. There's not really any in between. No, they're either a good team or, or they just suck. Yeah, you're either five and two or two and five. I mean, there there really isn't much in between. No, because um, you got the Texans right now sitting at two and six. The Jaguars at one and seven. I mean, it, I, it's this is probably the most divided I've seen in the league in a long time. Yeah, it's like these teams that are losing like a lot. It's not like they have bad players. Yeah. Um, the Texans won this one 27-25. The Jaguars rolled out a rookie quarterback, Jake Lutton, from Washington State. And he didn't do bad. I mean, 26 of 38, 304 yards and a touchdown. Um, James Robinson's another guy that could be in the discussion for rookie of the year. An undrafted free agent running back who's been putting up pretty damn good numbers. I mean... Yeah, it's just... When you play for Jacksonville, no matter how good you are, you're really not going to be in the top of the conversation. Yeah. Um, Right now, he's at uh, 580 yards on 132 attempts for the season. Yeah, the only thing that hurts him is his rushing average per carry, you know? Yeah. I mean, he's... Not doing horrible. I mean, like I said, an undrafted free agent that nobody saw coming. So he's got some size to him. Five yeah. nine, two twenty. Yeah, he's 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 a stout boy. Uh, but yeah, not much to talk about in that game. Um, so we'll we'll move on from that to the Steelers at the Cowboys, and this game was closer than it needed to be, closer than it should have been, closer than anybody expected it to be it still ended up the way everybody predicted yeah but the Steelers had to you know pull it out at the end I mean they 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 won 24 19 
to a third string quarterback, fourth string quarterback at this point. Gilbert was playing good though. Right, that's I mean, what I'm saying. I mean, I mean when with when Andy Dalton comes back, do you stick with Andy Dalton or do you let Gilbert go again? Cuz Gilbert had a solid game. Right. I mean, interception when it didn't when they didn't need it, but it's Dallas. Yeah. They're used to that. Um you know, Big Ben has been he'll probably he'll win comeback player of the year. Um yeah. 306 yards, three touchdowns, doing what Big Ben does. I mean, he came back looking really good. Yeah, and he doesn't beat you with the long ball. He does those short little, you know, seven to ten yard passes and just picks you apart. And, I mean, the rest of of Pittsburgh's schedule is pretty easy. I mean, they got Cincinnati, Jacksonville, Baltimore, Washington, Buffalo, Cincinnati, Indianapolis, Cleveland. You know, Baltimore will be Baltimore, a good game. Baltimore, Buffalo, Buffalo, and maybe Indianapolis. And depends on what Cleveland shows up. Uh, yeah, well, again, yeah. So, I mean, where do you see that Pittsburgh team finishing? See, I, I don't think – I think they'll lose before the end of the season because I think they'll rest players. I mean, 14-2? So, and two? That would be – Fifteen and one. Fifteen and one is probably where I'll stick them. I mean, so uh, we had next we had the Dolphins at the Cardinals. Um, I would like to know what got got into the Dolphins. They've been on a win streak. <coughs> I mean, it doesn't matter. <coughs> Fitzpatrick, Tua back there, they just produce. Yeah, we had the battle of the the overhyped quarterbacks. Oh. I mean, I don't necessarily want to say overhyped because they've both been doing very well. Well, you can't really say the, that about Tua, but... Battle of the highly touted quarterbacks. Let's go that, there that we route. Go. Um, you know, we had Tua against Murray, and they both played fairly well. I mean, I think the story of this game was the, the Dolphins' defense when they needed it. Um, but Tua was 20 of 28... For 248, two touchdowns. You know, he's efficient when he needs to be. I mean, uh, Kyler was 21 of 26, both of them efficient. 283, three touchdowns. Yeah, but then let's go look at the rushing yards and tack that on to, you know, to Kyle Murray. Yeah, uh, Kyler had 106 rushing yards. I mean, I don't know how they lost this game. You know? Yeah. Defensive play is the defensive play, and that's what's keep been keeping Miami in a lot of their games is that defense. Yeah, neither neither team had an interception. You know, defense and special teams has been Miami's strong point. You know, um, Arizona missed a field goal that could have won the game for him. Well, tied the game for him. So it's pretty impressive when both teams away punt one time. Right. But that that was probably the most entertaining game of the week, for me anyway. That Jets game had me going. <laughs> this one was not even close. No, no. So next we have the Saints and the Bucks, and everybody was talking about, oh, it's going to be so close, and you know, it's going to be, you know, Brady and Breeze and Breeze took it twice. Yeah, um, this is the first time in his career that Tom Brady's been 
swept in division games. The only thing that's going to be bad about this game but I, is who the Bucks play next week. Um, but, I mean, like I said about Tom Brady, this is the first time he's been swept, but for his entire career he's been playing the Bills, the Dolphins, and the Jets. So Right, yeah, I mean. But, yeah, the, he got smacked in the mouth. I mean, Drew Brees, you, you Michael Thomas and... Emmanuel Sanders were back for this game and you could you could see it in the offense. You know, the offense was a lot smoother. Drew Brees had a lot more confidence because he knows Michael Thomas is going to be there when he needs him. He knows right where he's going to be. He knows that he can count on him to catch the balls. He can count on him to catch the tough balls. Right. And where the where the defense has to now pay more attention to Michael Thomas, that opens it up for everything else. I mean, how many? Let's see, how many different receivers did they have? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve different receivers. He was able to spread the ball out because they had to focus on Michael Thomas more. I mean, he only had five catches for fifty-one yards, but the the other guys were there because the threat of Michael Thomas. Yeah. Um, you know. Taysom Hill, I have to applaud that man. Like he finessed the Saints for sixteen million dollars for five plays a game. Well, I mean, he's been doing a, he's been in there a little bit more now because you're not running him strictly as a quarterback. <clears throat> I mean, he but comes here, in there here's where have... I break out the SpongeBob meme. But he's a Swiss Army knife. No, man, five plays a game and you finessed him for sixteen million dollars. Bro, winning, all right? Oh, yeah. I mean... But he's going to be a good player. Right. He was two for two for 48 yards, um, you know, and then he rushed it seven times for 54 yards. That the, His one big pass play came when he acted like he was going to run it, so, of course, the defense bit up on it because more times than not, he runs it, and then he was able to just dump it out. And he, he catches, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's wide receiver. He's running back. He's quarterback. He had one catch for twenty-one yards. He does it all. I mean, and that's probably why he got the sixteen million dollars. Yeah, and I, I, I think it was more that they wanted to keep him from other teams. Uh, yeah, I think that was the big, big part of it. And they, they know Breeze doesn't have much left in the tank, but. With Breeze on his on his last legs, is Taysom Hill the long term answer? I mean, they're hoping so. I, I I don't know. I guess we see when the draft comes up. But but I mean, and then you go look at the stats for the Tampa Bay, and those are all unheard of stats. Yeah, Brady, two oh nine, no touchdowns, three interceptions. That's right. Jones nine yards. I mean, yeah, a team total of eight rushing yards. Yeah, I mean, ouch. Thanks a lot, Blaine Gabbert. <laughs> I, I mean, I know that. I, I know that my my boy Dan started Brady as his fantasy quarterback. Ouch. Yeah, got like three points from him, even though I told him to start Big Ben and he chose not to listen to me. Oh, that that's brutal. <laughs> I'm just saying, I I told him to start Big Ben, 
those 25 points might have helped him a little better than Brady's three. And in fantasy, is Brady even really doing that amazing? Not really. I mean, he's been okay. But, I mean, quarterback is the play of the fantasy teams these, this you know, lately. If you get yourself a good quarterback, you can slough off on some other positions. But Tom Brady just is. Yeah. You can see his age. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. And and Gronk, everybody wanted Gronk to come back and be, you know, a big-time guy like he was. He had one catch for two yards. Gronk's biggest play is coming from his blocking, which he won't. I don't think we'll see him next year. I mean, you can get blocking from anybody. You 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 take Gronk for his catching ability because he's so much bigger than everybody else. But defenses always find a way to, to stop that. I mean, we Saints had Jimmy Graham when all of this tight end stuff started. They ended up stopping him. Um, big old dude from Maryland, Vernon Davis, you know, mm-hmm. same thing. He ended up getting stopped. Uh, it's just as a tight end, you got to take them for what they're worth. Yeah. And a year off Gronk is his personal lifestyle is not what you need from an NFL player. Yeah. And it just, that, that Saints defense was in the backfield all game long. Whether they were, you know, knocking Brady down or, you know, because they had nine QB hits. Yeah, and the best thing from that game was Levante David just laying into his defense. Oh, yeah. Uh, He was not happy with them at all. You know, and everybody wants to talk about, you know, the the Tampa Bay's defensive line with, you know, JPP and Levante David and... Uh, Shaq Barrett and you know all these guys but they only got three quarterback hits right you well know? Levante David you can't say nothing bad about that guy that guy's gonna get you 150 tackles every year not this week <laughs> oh, he had seven yeah so <clears throat> the, this one just came down to the Tampa Bay defense I mean yeah they caused turnovers they didn't turn the ball over and Breeze was like, "Hey, I'm gonna go way up on you, Brady." Right. You had the you had the passing record last week. This week's mine. Yeah. Um, the Monday night game was the Patriots at the Jets. I was pissed. I turned this game on. <laughs> I'm serious. This was so bad. Cam Newton. I don't know if he's worse than Daniel Jones or equally as bad as Daniel Jones, <laughs> but he is horrible. And his hair, like, I know this is really stupid and it shouldn't ever come to that. His hair pisses me off. <laughs> I don't know what the hell is going on with that. <laughs> but he's got, like, that ghetto hairstyle going on. I mean, like, I don't know. It's just bad. I don't mind it. It's <clears throat> Cam always has his own style. Yeah, I know. I was pissed about the shorts when he started that crap. And now LeBron James is wearing them, too. Oh, the the suit with the shorts. Yeah, it's horrible. Um, Sam Darnold didn't play in this one, so they rolled out Joe Flacco. That's gonna be, and this is what I wanted to talk about. Joe Flacco can turn this around. He had one horrible interception last game that cost him the game. The interception with two minutes something left in the game. That horrible interception. 
But he's a good quarterback. And I would love to see him turn it around. You know, something that, that surprised me is, I think it was in the third quarter, um, Flacco completed a pass, and it put him past Joe Montana for 20th all-time passing yards. 20th? I thought it was 10th. No, 20th. 20th, okay. You know, for me, Joe Montana is the greatest quarterback who ever played. For many, he's top two, top three. I got him three. But to be 20th in passing yards? It was it was the 90s. I know, but... My only thing is, is how, when you have Jerry Rice as your wide receiver... Are you not leading that that stat, you know? Right, that's what I'm saying. But, and see, I thought it was a lot higher than 20. Um, but putting Joe Montana number one, I mean, he's three or four. Four? Who do you have? Um, my list would go uh, Tom Brady. You got to give it to him. Uh... Peyton Manning, Brett Favre. Whoa, Brett! F- I hate Brett Favre, but if I had to choose between a quarterback between Tom Brady and Brett, I mean Joe Montana and Brett Favre for my team, I'm taking Brett Favre. Wow, hot take of the week right there. It's not that hot of a take. Yeah, yeah, I like Brett Favre, but he's six or seven for me. But his stats don't get, put him at six or seven. Yeah, they do. You're giving, you're basing, you're base, you based all of it off of rings. And we no, base- no, I'm not basing it all off of rings. Brett Favre threw a lot of interceptions. Yeah, a lot. But he won a lot of games. He came back and won a lot of games. I I get that, but no. I mean. There's no way I can I can put him ahead of, of Joe Montana. Not a chance. We'll go into this more later after the season when we don't have so many games to talk about. But oh yeah, and I I don't I can't believe Frank Gore is what now third or fourth on the all time rushing list. Well, it's because he's been playing for thirty years. I know, but I just I don't get it. I don't know, man. But he's still doing it. I mean, he he was still there. Leading rusher. You know? Oh, yeah. And this was a bad game for him. Right. He hasn't had a bad season for what it is. I mean. No. So, it's. I don't know. That, that Patriots team is awful. I mean, does this answer the question of was it Brady or was it Belichick? It, it was Brady. We've seen that. We Belichick has had how many times and has crapped on every one of them. I mean, why is he signing? Uh, why is he signing Cam Newton? He's not. You don't even know what kind of a quarterback he was, and you don't have a backup to replace him. He shouldn't be starting. Um, but that's just my my take on it. Yeah, I I don't know. That Patriots seems just awful, awful, awful. Um, so that was it for Week Nine. Let Let's look at Week Ten. What do we got going on here? Um. You know, tomorrow we have the Colts at the Titans. And, um, you know, 
Colts are coming in at five and three, Titans at six and two. I, I expect the the Titans to. I think it's going to be a close game because, like I said earlier, that Colts defense is or was the number one scoring defense in the league. So, but I, I expect that the Titans will win that one. I don't think so. You don't think so? I I think the Colts will be able to to stop Henry enough to win the game. Maybe. And that's all I'm going on is that their defense should be able to slow down Henry enough for Phillip Rivers to be able to win in the game. I guess we'll see. We will. Um, But I'm taking the Titans uh, because they're at home. I mean, it's going to be a close game, but I'm giving the home edge to the Titans. I can't give the home edge to anybody because there's no fans. You know, yeah, it's true, but there's just something about playing at home, whether there's fans or not. It's a comfort thing. Oh, yeah, you get to sleep in your own bed the night before. <clears throat> um, and I don't care what anyone says on this one. I am taking the Chargers in this game. Chargers at the Dolphins. And here's the thing. The Dolphins don't have stud corners. You have a rookie quarterback who is on fire and two wide receivers from Chargers that can just beat the crap out of you whenever they want. Yeah. As long as it doesn't come down to a kicking game, the Chargers <laughs> should not have a problem. You would think so, but, I mean, we shouldn't have had a problem against the Broncos. We shouldn't have had a problem against, you know... The Raiders, who you've had a horrible... There was horrible calls all throughout the game to ensure that wasn't a win. Yeah, it... The Broncos the same way. They dropped the pass in the end zone. I know. I know. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I'm saying I'm going Chargers. I think I want to, but then everybody's gonna be like, "Oh, well, it's just because you're a homer." But the Chargers—they've been playing some damn good ball. Justin Herbert has been playing damn good ball. It's like you pointed out, they've lost all their games by what a combined twenty-seven points, twenty-four, twenty-four. So you're not wrong picking the Chargers in every game. I know. I mean. With Las Vegas odds, the Chargers are the best team. Yeah. They've never allowed a team to cover the spread out against them, really. Yeah, the line right now is Miami minus two and a half, so it's basically a pick Um, I'm going to go with my guys. I got to. I don't blame you for it. Not with that quarterback you have back there. Yeah. Uh, next, we have the Texans at the Browns. <coughs> um, it's... The forecast is calling for rain. Um, so I'm going to give it to the Browns based on run game. Yeah. Uh, even if it wasn't, I'm still going to go Browns. The Texans are garbage. Well, because David Johnson's out for this game. So they're going to have to rely on Duke Johnson. And well, I mean, Duke's had some good years. Yeah, but there's a reason Cleveland let him go. I mean, right. But yeah, so I'm, I'm going to take Cleveland in this one. Uh, I think they're going to lean on the run game. They're going to ask Baker to do the minimal, and they're going to pull out the win. Um, Washington at Detroit. I want to pick Washington because respect to Alex Smith, but I think the Lions take this one. They've got the better defense. They have a better offense. I'm sorry, Matt, Matt Stafford is better than Alex Smith. 
Um, both defenses are garbage, but the Lions have a better crappy defense than Washington does. I'm going to take Washington. Alex Smith? Or is there other reasons to it? Um, I think that Washington defense, that front seven is very, very good. Um, that Detroit line isn't that good. So I'm I'm taking I'm taking Washington. Yeah, I just when you lose to the Giants, I'm not gonna pick you the next week. There was, there was a lot of turnovers though. Yeah, and they still lost. I don't know, I mean, I guess that's a point for Washington, but I don't know. I, I I'm just I'm taking it, Washington. It's not gonna be an exciting game. No, no. Um, we got Jags and the Packers. The Packers, I mean... Packers keep going. They keep doing what they're doing. Yeah, because the Jags are going to roll out Jake Mutton again. And... Well, Jesus is out, isn't he? Yeah, that's why I said they're rolling out Jake Mutton again. Well, I mean, it's getting to the point where it doesn't matter who they roll out. And, you know, they're calling for, for rain there because they got that tropical storm that's that's rolling in. Um, And I like the Packers. I mean... And you told me I was all over Aaron Rodgers' you know, at the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, then we got Eagles at the Giants. Eagles for me. I mean, because the Giants are garbage. I'm going to go with the Eagles, but can you believe that this game is for first place in the division? Yeah. Like, <laughs> they're both not even 500, which is typical for the for this division. You know, the past two years, I don't think any team has been over 500 and won the division. But, yeah, this is for the lead of the NFC's, uh, for this division. It's nasty. Yeah. Uh, then we got Bucks and Panthers. I feel sorry for the Panthers. Oh, yeah. Um, Tom Brady's going to come out on a mission. Yeah, a- after getting his ass whipped the way he did against New Orleans. And are we going to have McCaffrey this week? Nope. Because he got banged up again, so... A shoulder. I think it's a shoulder this week. So, McCaffrey's out again. So, yeah, I'm definitely taking the Bucks. Yeah, that defensive line for the Bucks will just pin their ears back. And uh, Raiders at the Broncos. Raiders. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, Broncos don't have anybody to stop Jacobs. Well, not only that, but that that Raiders passing game has been very, very much improved. Yeah, I they got that speed going for them now, and and Carr's loving it. I still hate him though. Yeah, so I'm definitely gonna take the Raiders there. Um, this is gonna be a good game. Yeah, uh, we got Bills at the Cardinals. Um, I think for me, this is gonna be game of the week. Both teams are playing very well right now. Both defenses are playing well. Uh, oof, I got to go Bills. I'm going to take the Cardinals. Yeah, I'm taking Cardinals. Yeah, I just I just think Josh Allen's going to provide a better chance to win than Kyle Murray. Um I think it's going to be close, but I I like what Murray's doing right now. Yeah. I mean, he's not he's not doing anything bad. It's just Josh Allen's just been doing everything right. Yeah, I mean, there's really no wrong answer. I don't think, but I'm I'm taking I'm taking Arizona. Um, we got Seattle at the Rams. Uh, 
I, Russell Wilson has something to prove. Yeah. And I'm definitely taking the Seahawks after, you know, losing to Arizona last week. You know, he's, like you said, he's going to come out with something to prove. Uh, DK Metcalf is going to show out. Did you know the Chiefs had a chance to get DK Metcalf? That dude is just a f- freak. Could you imagine Tyreek Hill on one side and Metcalf on the other? I mean, because Seattle took him in the second round. Yeah. I mean, he was lot. he was what, the third or fourth uh, wide receiver to get drafted? No, more than that. Yeah. Um, yeah, but... Because you mean, had Ruggs, you had uh, uh, the other guy at Alabama. Uh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, the two guys out of Alabama, you had uh, Jalen Ragor went to Philly. Yeah, Metcalf was like fifth or sixth wide receiver taken. Yeah, but and a he's lot so of fast. teams are so angry at themselves. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next, we got the 49ers at the Saints. I'm taking the Saints. Saints. The Saints at home, fans are not. And that 49ers team is so beat up. Yeah, I mean. Just so beat up. Every time they get a glimpse of someone coming back, they go right back. Yeah, out. so I'm, I'm taking the Saints in that one. Uh, Bengals and Steelers. Uh, it's going to be raining again um, in Pittsburgh. I'm taking the Steelers. I'm going to go Steelers too. Raining or not, Connor is, you know, he's he's having a good year. Uh, they need to give him the ball more, I think. Yeah. And that defense is just going to destroy Joe Burrow. Yeah. Uh, Ravens at Patriots. Ravens. Ravens. Because we already discussed the Patriots are trash. Cam Newton is so (laughs) bad. Like, he answered the question for us. Which Cam Newton's coming out? Right. And it's not good news for the Patriots. Right. Uh, Vikings at Bears. I'm going to take the Bears, even though I don't feel overly confident in it. Um you know, no, I'm going to take the Vikings. I'm going to take Dalvin Cook. See, and this is the problem I'm having because the Bears have an extremely good defense. We just talked about what they did to Henry. Yeah. And that's why. It's, shit. Uh, I mean, is Kirk Cousins any better than Trubisky or Foles, you know? Nope. So, I mean. I'm, I'm taking the Vikings. I'm, I'm going to stick with my gut. I'm going to take the Vikings. See, and I think just because this is a game where it could be either team, because I'm going to go with the Bears. We'll make it interesting. Uh, yeah, because I like Justin Jefferson, the rookie wide receiver in Minnesota. I like Dalvin Cook. Thielen. Yep. You know, so, but then again, the, the Bears just always seem to stick around. Yeah, so I'm taking the Vikings. So, yeah, I'll just keep it interesting. Go Bears. <laughs> um, College football, man, there's been a lot more games that have been canceled or postponed because of COVID. Have we got a final word on Alabama LSU? Um, I'm not sure yet. But this last week, man, there was some damn good games. Uh, not the Georgia-Miami or Georgia-Florida game. <laughs> no. That was a horrible game. We did get uh, my team, USC. You won by a point over Arizona. Arizona State. And the fashion in which we did it was exciting. 
I'll give you that, but at the end of the day, you're not happy. Hey, doesn't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. A win is a win. That's more about racing. Yes, a win is a win, but in college football, that win dropped them. No, it didn't. I thought you guys were, aren't you 24th now? Mm. No, we're still sitting at 20. Mm. But we won, <clears throat> and I'll take it. So, and I mean, it's a big step for you guys. You know, suck your it, Trebek. <laughs> Dude, not yet. Too soon. Uh, rest in peace, Trebek. But your guy is his quarterback. I mean, he needed to get on the field. He didn't do that bad. I mean, yeah, he showed some rust. 40 of 55, 381, two touchdowns. Yeah. I mean. But he hasn't played in, what, almost like a year? Well, and, and coming into it, I told you that I I liked Arizona State. I mean, coming into the college season, before everything got shut down, I told you that Arizona State, for me, was just barely outside the top 25. Yeah, and I mean... Because if you look at what they did at the end of last season, you know, Herm Edwards got him playing good ball. Yeah, it's just USC should have won by at least a touchdown. I don't, I don't necessarily think so. I mean... You, you, you got it, now you get to move on. So, yeah. you're not 0-2. Um, that Clemson-Notre Dame game. Double overtime, Notre Dame pulled it out. I feel so bad for Trevor Lawrence, though. He missed his chance to go to the national championship because he got COVID. I don't think they're out of it yet. I don't think they're out of it yet. If they win out, they can still make it. Especially if they come back against Notre Dame in the ACC championship game and beat them. Do they get a play against Notre Dame? Or is Notre Dame... Will be Notre Dame and someone else, though. Well, it's whoever the top two teams in oh, the ACC are, yeah. That's stupid. But... Um, Ohio State blew out Rutgers. Um, number eight, Florida whooped the shit out of number five, Georgia. Yeah. And it, look what that quarterback did to that defense. Yeah. Kyle Trask, 30 of 43, 474, and four touchdowns. I mean, and now Georgia doesn't have, a, have their starting quarterback anymore. Right. But, uh, you know, other top 25 games. Oregon beat Stanford. Uh, Indiana beat Michigan. Michigan's in trouble. I mean, they do, are. Do you think? Do you think we see Jim Harbaugh back in the NFL? No. I mean, he's a good NFL coach. He's a great college coach. Is he? What has he done at Michigan that's been great? Put him back in the top twenty-five. Giving him win seasons again, making it exciting in Michigan again. Can't beat Ohio State. Ever. How many teams can? A few. But at Michigan, that's what they base your success on is can you beat Ohio State? Yeah. And I mean, don't don't think less of Indiana just because we haven't heard of their football team in, you know, quite a while. They they got themselves a good team. Yeah. Um Iowa State over Baylor. Uh who is this Coastal Carolina? <laughs> They're sitting fifteenth at seven and zero. I mean, yeah, I know, but I've never <laughs> heard of them before. Yeah, me either. But here they are. And Marshall, yep. Iowa State, SMU. These are not teams that are supposed to be in the top twenty-five. Right. Oklahoma clear down at nineteen. <laughs> That's because they're garbage. They blew the doors off of Kansas, but Kansas is trash. 
Texas pulled it out against West Virginia. Liberty in the top 25. I mean, what's going on here? I think a lot of it, a lot of it has to do with, uh, like the Pac-12 just now starting. Yeah, because a lot of those, a lot of these rankings did get switched up because you know Ohio, Ohio State before they started playing again, they weren't ranked. You didn't have USC in there. You didn't have right. You know, so it gave all these littler schools a chance to to shine and to make their way up there. And once you're up there, if you keep winning, it's hard to force you out. Right. So. That's where we're at with that. Um, big games coming up this week. For me, USC at Arizona. Um, there's not really a whole lot of top 25 matchups. Uh, you know, a lot of these games are getting postponed. There it is. Alabama LSU postponed. I mean, Ohio State, Maryland canceled. Texas A&M, Tennessee postponed. Georgia, Missouri postponed. Auburn, Mississippi State postponed. And I wouldn't be surprised to see Nebraska get put on that list. We've been such a hot zone lately for all this crap. Um, yeah. So you know, we get it is what it is. The NFL is holding good, um, although you're seeing more positive cases in the NFL as well. I mean. Um, off the sports topic for a minute. Today is Veterans Day, and we as a show would be remiss if we didn't thank all of the past and current vets for the sacrifices that they have made to keep this country safe, to make us, allow us to do what we do. Um, I, we get to sit here and talk about football because of people like you, who you know, you, you're like... I, I don't care what the risk is. This is what I want to do. Right. I myself spent 10 years in the Army, in the infantry. Um, so this is a special day for me because I know of the sacrifices that my brothers in arms have made. You know, I've been there. I've seen it. So I, I absolutely want to send a, a, a thank you and love out to all of the veterans that have done it, that will do it. And not just the veterans themselves, but their families. Oh, yeah, who absolutely. also make that sacrifice yeah, absolutely. and are forgotten about. These families, these wives, I mean, they're taking on a whole family just to, you know, and trying to do whatever they can to make whoever's over there feel like, you know, my family still t- being, is in, in good shape. The spouses... They need just as much recognition. Um, what you guys do is amazing for us. I mean, I know you're not in it anymore, but you still play a big role in it. Um, you know, you you go out, you get vets to come in, talk about it, you keep them happy. And in America, especially right now, with the suicide rate of our soldiers coming back, the homelessness of our soldiers, and all of this, we need to wake up and realize who we need to thank. It's not these football players. These football players are playing a game because people like you, you know, you don't you don't do it for the glory. You didn't get your TV time, but you allow you give all of us our freedom we have today. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm I'm part of a a group called the Angry Vets, where you know we try to give vets a, a voice. We try to give them a a platform where they can express themselves, and we try to help them get 
get their stories out there. And, you know, we, we try to raise money for different veterans organizations. Like we're getting ready to have a, a Thanksgiving Madden tournament where we will be donating the entry money to the uh, DAV, uh, the Disabled Veterans of America. You know, we, we try to help out other vets. We try to, you know, do what we can. So if you get a chance, look up uh, the Angry Vets on Facebook. You know, we, we talk a lot of fantasy sports. We talk a lot of, you know, everyday life stuff. Right. And, I mean, it's just good for them to be able to do that because I've never served. So when you're trying to talk to me about things you went through, I might have seen movies, but I have no idea what that's really like. No one does except for someone that's actually been there in that situation. Right. And, you know, that's a that's a problem that a lot of vets run into is, you know, they have these experiences, they have these, these thoughts in their head and things that they want to talk about. And, you know, your average civilian doesn't understand because they haven't been there. They haven't been through it. You know, they can, they can be empathetic, but only to a point. Right. So at, for angry vets, we want to be there for those vets. We want to offer them a place where they can come and talk to us. We can set them up with, you know, a podcast if they want to tell their story. You know, there are things that we can do and services we can offer to help them. Yeah. And if there are any vets out there that are going through any troubles whatsoever, Get a hold of Scotty. He he will help you out. You're not alone in this world. Absolutely. There are thousands of you just like you who don't want to speak up because, you know, you feel either embarrassed or, you know, stuff like this. I don't get it. Scotty does. Reach out to him. Talk to him. Don't do it. Your, don't go at it alone. Absolutely. You're never alone. You know, you can always reach out. Uh, to me or you know my buddy Corey that we have on quite a few times there's people out there that can and will help you yeah so. but I, I just want to express my gratitude for all of my brothers in arms and I want to say thank you for everything you guys did it's not easy I mean it's not like you're going out and having five course meals every time at work right um but thank you guys we love you guys uh, for Angry Vets, I'm Scott. Angry Vets. <laughs> for Lazy Boy Coaches, I'm Scott. I'm Alan. And we will see you guys next week.